vicious. Hello everybody, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, happy Monday, Tuesday, whenever you're listening to us, thank you for joining us. Um, this is our final review episode of the season, so we're going to look back at the heartbreaking season finale down in South Wales. Uh, we'll try and keep it as positive as we can, uh, I can't promise anything. Um, Benjamin is with us, hello Benjamin. Hello. And so is Michael. Hello. Um, the first thing we are going to talk about is not Rotherham United related. We are going to talk. <laughs> sorry, thanks for interrupting me, Ben. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Some things never change. Um, we've been telling you for the past few months we are we're going to go through some changes, and here is the change. We from now on will now be known as New York Talk, the Rotherham United podcast. So from now on, you'll see us on Twitter, Facebook, Apple, blah, blah, blah. It will say New York Talk. Um, and we've got big changes coming up for the new season, more people involved. Uh, mixed on a website, so if you fancy going on newyorktalk.co.uk, there's some stuff over there that you can have a look at. We'll try and get some match reports and loads of different stuff that will be going on the website uh, throughout the summer, as well as we'll try and keep some episodes coming through to you through the summer as well, again, as best we can. Um Mick, anything to add? No, no. The the website's up and running, it's live. However, there's not a great deal on it at the moment, but it'll, as you've said, we'll uh, we'll start to populate it with some bits and pieces. Um, And and we will be looking for content for it, obviously. So uh, if anybody's anybody's up for that, you know where we are. Uh, The email address is on the website. Um, Get in touch with us. Um, As I said, we will be looking for content for it, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody wants to do get in contact, but don't be offended if we if we uh, say okay, we can't have a hundred people doing content for us, um, <laughs> for example. But yeah, do, do get in touch if you, if you think you can contribute anything to. We would always appreciate content and feedback and anything else. Anything else. That there, is, um, there is a, a, a shop on there as well where we'll be trying to. Um, put some uh, some bits and pieces on there there's some t-shirts and stuff and and, and that'll be changing as and when um you know when we get some more ideas so that's, <laughs> that's on there as well yes ben you excited for the name change and everything you excited mate very very even though i knew it was coming i'm still very excited <laughs> <laughs> fair enough cool so yeah uh, you'll see the branding everywhere else especially on youtube you'll already see it on there um and through the socials you shall also see it. So that's the positive part of this episode out of the way, really. Um, it's, all, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are rather well, the relegated. Um, the yo-yo is now on the downward part of its journey um, as we go back to League One after a season in the Championship. Marlon packs 88th and equaliser. Uh, was a dagger to the heart of all Rotherham fans. Um, ben, we're, we're, we're just over 24 hours, 36 hours probably from it when it ended. How were you feeling about it? Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> I, um, I've got very mixed emotions. Uh, to be honest, yesterday I was just 
glad to be warm because uh, I had training all morning and I felt like I was going to die. So I'm very glad I was warm. Didn't come home to a good surprise though. Oh, I did. I came home to a very good, nice surprise. Uh, I've been one nil up, but obviously, yeah. I don't need to say anymore. Uh, listen, I'm positive, man. I mean, I've tried to look at it from every angle. We still want best well-run clubs in country. Probably top three, in my opinion. I know it's bias. Uh, I'm so I'm happy, me. I seen Paul was. I watched it in bits. Uh, small bits his press conference bless him but yeah I mean yeah, what I would say is it's good on Sky for cutting it off when he he started to break down and didn't show him as a broken man which I appreciate <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm positive man we'll go straight back up next season regardless of who goes in my opinion okay we'll talk about that later on who goes maybe not this episode but I think it's a conversation to have uh, I don't know about you mate we'll talk about the game in a minute but it took me all day to sort of build up the courage to watch the Paul Warren interview because I don't think I could have watched it at three o'clock and not just sort of broke down with him I, I found it a real difficult watch and an emotional watch because of how emotional he was about it, if that sort of makes sense uh, yeah it does it makes perfect sense I haven't watched it all yet um, I give myself a few days I've watched a couple of bits of snippets of it um, but I've not watched it all Um I don't know. It's so difficult, isn't it? It's so difficult because, you know, he feels he feels like we do, but ten times worse, yeah. probably. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, I've not watched it, and I, I, I just I've got so much admiration for him. I can't tell you. You know what I mean? Because of the it, just everything that he does is just. It's, it's almost as though everything he does is to please us, which essentially, <laughs> I, I guess, is his job, really, ultimately. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, 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 well, it, well, it is. Um, and, and, and to see somebody... Uh, this sounds ridiculous, but I, I think you know what I'm... I think you probably get where I'm coming from. To see somebody so emotionally invested and so so desperately desperately disappointed they ha that he hasn't been able to achieve something that would make me happy <laughs> yeah. it, it's just it's, it's heartbreaking it really is mm. and i know it's not just about making me happy or you happy but but that but it, it that's how it feels that's yeah. how it feels and that's how he comes across that's how he he presents himself and I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It's really, really tough. I've never been. Th I've been. I've supported this club for fifty million years, <laughs> and and I've never ever, even with Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie's such a such a, a legend at our club. Such a legend, and, and maybe it's just different personalities. I don't know. I never got that feeling that Ronnie was quite so invested emotionally as is as Paul Warren is. He probably is, and I might be doing Ronnie a big disservice there. It might just be that he doesn't. He doesn't portray that, you know what I mean, outwardly. I'm, I'm, I'm sure inwardly he does. But mm. it's the fact that Warney, he wears his heart on his sleeve and we don't have to think about how he's feeling. We don't have to, hmm, does he mean this, does he mean that? We don't have to because it's there written in big mm. flashing neon letters. Um, so, yeah, it, I feel for him. I feel for him massively. I really do. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's been a few questions on Twitter sort of saying, is that the right way for a manager to be in terms of getting so emotional and so attached to it? I think it's very important, and I'm going to use a full one word, and I think it's an important word. It's about emotional intelligence, and it, it, it talks about that a lot. Yeah. And what for me, what that means is, number one, get emotionally invested. But if you are going to get upset, if you are feeling, you know, if you are going to get emotional about it, there are there is a time and a place to do it. Do you know? Do you know when's a good time to let your emotions run free? Is when it's finished. Does that sort of make sense? If you broke down tears in December after a one 0 loss, then then I, then, I, then I think there would be a question of mental strength in there. But he's held it in, and I think that's why he's broke down so much because he's had to hold all that emotion in throughout the last. It's not even just last ten months, is it? You know, you know what I mean. It's been an incredible, yes. tough couple of years for everybody at the football club, including Paul Warren. He just carries himself with class. But Ben, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, you see him when we scored, he didn't celebrate. Yeah. Like, that's all you just need to know. And you see it all the time when people, you see that World Cup and Champions League and not so much in England, uh, but like, people just break down crying when they win because it's like mm. you said, they hold everything in for that last moment and, you know, that's why people play sport, man. That's why people love it. Uh, yeah, I, like you said, it's emotional intelligence. He's kept mentally strong. You can Sorry. see that. When we conceded, it's not, you know, you see that with video of him closing his eyes. That Brentford one. Excuse me, yeah. But yeah. he's got to show some. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I completely agree. I think he's handled this situation very well. I think it's down to the players why we went down, in my opinion. I'm not going to sit here and blame everybody, but I don't think it's down to him. Personally, I think he's done everything he can. Yeah, but I think so. And he will, again, he will be the first to admit this. There are areas that he will know he could have done better in. That's a full blame for him. That's, that's what makes him such a good manager. That's what makes him such a good football manager. Because him and yeah. him will still come out and say it's all his fault, which is why he's such a good football manager. Hmm. So. Yeah, it is. I've seen some of those comments that you talked about there, Matt, about, you know, the fact that being so emotionally invested doesn't allow you to make rational decisions and everything else. And this this term emotional intelligence is something that I, I, I really dislike. I hate the term. And I don't like the term because it's it's a it's a it's a a, a HR, a human resources stick to beat people with, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's their, one of their buzzwords. So I, I dislike it for that very reason. But I do understand what it means. Um, and, and he's got it in buckets. And if you've got that, and if you're able to control your emotions and deal with your emotions the way that he does, it doesn't stop you making those difficult decisions. He's made difficult decisions throughout this season by not playing players when, they, when, they, when they're on form, when they should be on form. But you know what I mean? It, all those decisions that he's made in terms of team selection, um, he will always be disappointed and annoying or upsetting somebody you know, but but he's able to do that and get on with it. So I I don't think it's affected him in terms of his his decision making. We're in 2021 now, and people, a lot of people of my age and and similar, have to understand that the the manly way of dealing with stuff, i.e., burying your head in sand and hoping it all goes away, is not the way to deal with it. You know, we're we're all people, loads and loads of people of my age. You know, we go through life, you just bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. Um, don't show your emotions. 
and all of a sudden it pops one way or another, whether it be physically or mentally, and you, either your mental health or and or your physical health suffer. Pop over the slightest things as well. Over uh, absolutely, a yeah. Making a pen or something. That's yeah, what yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, absolutely. And 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 that's never going to happen to Paul Warren and people like Paul Warren. It's never going to happen because he deals with his, his, he deals with his emotions and he deals with them openly. And, and it's gone, you know what I mean? I'm sure he'll still be disappointed, he'll still be upset, but but that that pent-up <laughs> anger and, and frustration and, and upset is, is, you know, he hasn't got the same amount of it as some of us have got because he's let it go. Mm. And he's able to do that. And it takes a big, big man, a big man, to stand in front of television cameras and, and allow your emotions to be seen like that. Mm. That is a proper man right there. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah. And I, 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 this is, this is, I think I should be quite well, but uh, hats off to the, the reporter who's asking the questions as well, because yeah. a lot of reporters would have potentially, you know, some of the big ones would have pounced on it yeah, yeah. and tried to, dig, tried to dig it a little bit. The guy who asked the questions was brilliant about it. Yeah. He, clearly, somebody who's worked with Warnie before knows Warnie and just let, let it happen. Let Warnie say what he needed to say. Asked, even asked if he were okay. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's, it was just a, a good job all around for me anyway. But we'll come back onto Paul one later on. Let's, yeah. We'll circle around. Yeah. Um, the afternoon itself, Mick, um, one of the most, probably excluding Wembley's, it was one of the most stressful afternoons watching Rodham United I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that 88th minute goal was always there. It was always there, sitting on your shoulder, weren't it? Yeah. Poking you, poking your inside of head, saying, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm here at any moment." Um, and the fact that it waited until 88th minute to, to to show its head, to rear its head, was just just felt even more um, even more unjust. You know, there's 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 been a lot of this season, and and the reason why what the reasons why we've been relegated. We've talked about it and talked about it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again in other podcasts over the close season. You know, there are reasons on the pitch why we are where we are, but there are also reasons off the pitch that have that have contributed massively to to the to why we are where we are, and that just feels unjust. It feels unjust in the circumstances. It feels unjust in the circumstances of the team that stayed up. You know, when you when you put it in the in the context of that as well, it feels unjust in in some of the decisions that have gone against us on the pitch, which just beg a belief at times. You know, the whole package. Um, I'm not blaming any one of those individual things, um, but I won't. I will also not blame the fact that we do not take our chances in isolation. You know, mm. there's there's been a lot of. A lot of this season, where it's just it's just so difficult. It's just so been so difficult to take, and I suppose conceding in the last two minutes of normal time, I suppose that were written in stars, really, when you look back at the season, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming on, bring, I'll bring on to some few stats, which I think sum up our season. Two, there's two particular stats which are interesting for me. Um, the first one is our attacking. We've talked about chances taken. And you'll not be surprised to know that you know uh, this is we've only ever scored fewer goals than this season and stayed up once in our entire history, and that was in 1958-59 season. 
and then that, and ironically, and to, to give you an idea of how how bad I was, that that season was our second lowest points total ever, but we still stayed up. So it's that's where the problem is. We haven't scored enough goals. Can I just jump in? I think I seen somewhere that Warney said if we go off expected goals, we would have eleven. Something like that. Yeah, we 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 we'd have won yesterday. I expected goals. We'd have won again yesterday. The IFC tweeted something. It was something like one point eight to point zero point eight against Cardiff. I know. I don't know. Where you're, was higher. I don't know why you're going to go on to, but for me, it's so nice to know the fact that we didn't go. That we went down because we didn't take our chances. If we played well all season, and mm. you know didn't create chances and went down, I would be extremely worried. But we played well. We had a good season. Yeah. Offense, uh, attacking, it went making then attacking. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah. offensively, we went. We were good at attack. Apart from the finishing bit, we just yeah. let us mental lapses down, mental laps for goals. But listen, I'm not going to sit in with the games we had and who we've got at the back. Woody's knocking on. He's it's not easy to play that many games and keep 100% focus. So yeah, well, on the attacking side, the irony is make that last season we're the second best attacking record in League One, mm. and then we've gone to this season in the Championship, and at times we can't. Uh, you can't have Ando, can we? No. It's it's so frustrating. And there, there's only a handful of really clear opportunities. I'm talking the Freddie Freddie chance against Barnes. There are some glaring missed chances, but it's not like we've missed glaring chances every single week. It's just we haven't taken the sort of half chances that we get given that in the championship we've got to take. You see, yeah, you know, and you said that, but you know that the, there has been some absolute tappings that had we taken, we would be we would still be a championship yeah. club. You know, um, so so yeah, I, I, I would say. I mean, some people will, will suggest, well, you might be decent putting balling back at net in League One, but not in Championship because Championship defences are better. Well, I don't argue, I don't yeah. agree with that necessarily. Some are, but the bulk aren't. The difference yeah. is minimal, you know. The difference is minimal, and I just, I would argue that had we been in League One this season and played the way that we've played with the set of circumstances and games and everything else that we've had. I would argue that we would probably still be in a very similar position. What? Not gone up? Or gone up? I don't think we'd have gone up, no. I don't think no, we would have done. circumstances, no, I probably agree. So, yeah. um, one very bright positive, and I was surprised when I read this one, um, our defensive record this season ha has been the joint second best defensive record at this level ever. The only time we ever had a better defensive record in the second tier was in the 81-82 season. Mm. Um... It's easy to, to lose sight. I know we've got relegated, Mick, but to have that good a defence of our history, I know we've, I know we're not an established second tier club, but we spent a lot of seasons in second tier, yeah, yeah, and a lot of seasons where we didn't get relegated, yeah. But that's a fantastic sign. That's a fantastic stepping board for next season, where we've got this thing at the back where we actually can defend quite well. Like some Championship strikers are fantastic strikers, and oh, we yeah. still kept a reasonable defensive record up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and you know. This is this is progress. It is progress, but it's slow, slow incremental progress. Um, and and you know, just I, I, the counter argument to that will be well, well, one he's had four years. He should have done it by now. Well, that's just not how life works, is it? You know, yeah. it might work in FIFA. It might work in in Football Manager. In real world, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Mm. Um, unless you've got some Saudi Arabian sheikh who's actually got money to put it into your club. You know what I mean, mm. um, and and we know where that leads. You know, 
you, we know exactly where that leads. So um, we are getting better. We are improving. We will continue to improve while ever we've got the regime in place at Rotherham United. I'm absolutely convinced of that. It might be marginal gains every season, but it will be gains nevertheless. Um, and while ever we're making those marginal gains, lots and lots of other clubs are making massive, massive losses. Derby mm. County, Sheffield Wednesday, Bolton Wanderers, Sunderland, Wigan... And the, the list goes on, you know what I mean? Wigan nearly list, went down. Well, yeah. One the, point. The list will get bigger. The list will get bigger. So, you know, we're in the right place. We're absolutely in the right place, disappointing as yesterday was. Um, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's a good sign, Ben. And that's the reason I said defensively. Is there's a reasonable chance that at least four out of our standard back five are here next season. Where's Harding will probably be here. Richard Wood will definitely be here. There's a good chance Angus McDonald will be here. And for me, there's a reasonable chance Icky will still be here. So we've got that base to jump off. And, and Johansson will, will almost, well, he will be there as well. From a defense, good defensive season, we've got that we can move forward into League One as a, as a good starting point. Yeah, it's funny you mention that stat. Looking back, I think this is one of the worst defensive performances I've seen this season. Like performance-wise, <laughs> you know what I mean. Though that's such a good positive because you take away the mental lapses that we've had. Right, we concede yeah. like what I don't even know how many ten goals all season probably. Like it was this stupid schoolboy errors, and that's so promising to say that we've had yeah. such a good defensive record and such a poor season defensively, mental, you know, mistake-wise. Not like oh, we're just awful defensively. Mm. Like, this is silly mistakes, little mistakes that you can fix yeah. easily. So, listen, I, I think a lot of that's down to Woody, personally. I, not the mistakes bit, I think the good defensive bit, like yeah. you saw yesterday. 100%. I mean, I, I think as long as he's in that team, our defence is sound, sweet and sound. Yeah. Uh, I love Woody. <laughs> anyway, it's 20, 20 minutes in, let's talk about the game and then we'll come back with all this. Um, one nil up inside. Well, I can't remember what it is now. Inside fifty. I've heard my memory of that. Ten minutes, eight minutes, I think, weren't it? Eight, eight minutes, minutes in. Yeah. Um, Louis Spring's been teasing us with a stunner since he came, Mick. Yeah. And he delivered, didn't he? What a beautiful oh, goal! What a strike! What a wonderful strike! And yeah, I, there was a camera angle where you, that you saw where you know the contact he made with the ball. It was just perfect. Mm. It was absolutely perfect. And at that moment, we're on just absolutely on cloud nine, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely on cloud nine. So yeah, what a strike! What a strike! Yeah, and there's chances, Ben. Uh, it's just concentrate on the game, but there's chances. The second half chance where Lewis Wing had another chance, another chance in the first half where Crooks had a chance. These these were good chances to bury Cardiff because on the day, uh, they're a, you know top half team, but on the day they were not very good. No, I mean. Story that season, I don't in so many ways. Uh, Wings should have scored two, Cook should have scored. This is McDonald had a good chance from that corner. I mean, yeah. we scored them chances with playoffs comfortably. <laughs> I bet my, I could, listen, no, listen, I bet my house on it. We're comfortably in the playoffs. We scored them chances, not my house, you know what I mean. Oh, so you don't own a house? Woman, uh, <laughs> woman, dad's house. You know what I mean, though. Um, listen, we scored them chances, we didn't play off, so it's what it is. Still a good season, to be honest. 
Yeah. And the, the goal we conceded, Ben, is a little bit, uh, Mick, sorry, is a bit of a story of the season as well. We mm. cleared it okay, just not quite far enough. And it it, it, it sort of missed it. I mean, it. He didn't hit it as sweet as he wanted to, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't, no. Um, and we didn't close that we didn't close that ball down, did we? Quickly enough, um, we got to a stage where legs were really tired, you know. And it's it's disappointing, you know. It's disappointing. Uh, disappointed that Mick McCarthy decided he's going to send his no. centre halves up at, for the last five minutes at game. You know what I mean? In the context of it, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to argue that point. You know, we've got to stop it. We've got to stop it, <coughs> and we didn't. So. Uh, what's the point? What's the point now? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, substitutions, Ben. Again, that was something that, that people found that stick to sort of beat Warney with a little bit yesterday. Um, I've seen complaints about the tactics and everything like that. Oh, God. For me, Listen. for me, the tactics were absolutely spot on. We were the better team, more dominant team. Up until when this, after they scored the goal, we couldn't get back all the ball. But up until then, we were the team in the game. I, I, don't, I can't see anything I can complain about how we set up yesterday. Listen, unless that's Pep Guardiola or Jose Mourinho complaining about his tactics, they can all sit down because they're not football managers. They know nothing about tactics. We, we think we know about tactics? Not a clue. I bet you any money, we have not a clue. All right? So it's just embarrassing. You're not a football manager. Shut up. Like you, don't, you can have an opinion. You can have an opinion, right? But do not criticise a professional football manager for his tactics. I think you can criticise him because I think no, no, Paul, no. again, we've talked this, Paul will be the first one to say that he has made mistakes. But for me, it was clear that those tactics were the right tactics because they yeah, worked. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. After game, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's, a, you know, everyone's an armchair manager after the game and know what happened. Listen, going into the tactics were right. Uh, can't blame him for tactics. We just didn't take our chances. I don't get this. Uh, people just try and jump on a bandwagon. The sheep aren't this, this new generation of keyboard warriors that just try and jump on everything. Little sheep. Just sheep. Sheep. Yeah, come on, let's be real. Wake up, sheep. <laughs> you know what I mean. Makes again tactic substitutions for me were basically spot on. You can argue a substitution have been ten minutes later or earlier, but you can argue that in every single game that's ever been, the substitution is rarely made at the perfect time. It, but for the most part, it, it, it sounds stupid because we drew the game. But Warney did everything right for me yesterday. Listen, we conceded a goal in eighty-eight minutes, right? Okay, so and he's not made a substitution up to that point. I don't think. I think, Maybe, yeah. I think he brought Lindsay on. Brought Lindsay on, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so let's say he makes that makes that change on eighty five minutes, and we concede on eighty eight minutes. We're criticised. We're criticised because we've made a substitution and conceded a goal. So we don't make those changes. We concede a goal. We're criticised then because we've not made the changes before. Like Ben says, you know, I would be definitely. I can tell you now. I with I would be. I could be an England manager and I could win England the World Cup. If I had that, if I had that full degree in hindsight that all these people that are banging on about tactics and banging on about substitutions had, right? Yeah. But I'd also be a multimillionaire because I'd be able to win lottery every week and all. Now I'm sorry, you know, 
they make the decisions based on what they see, what they know about the players, what they know about the opposition, the, the absolute in-depth to the nth degree analysis that they make on players, that they make on the opposition, that they make on the state of the game as the game's going on, that they make on what substitutions substitutes we've got, what they're capable of doing and everything else. They see the massive, bigger picture. All we see is, oh, we lost. Oh, we made some substitutions and they didn't work. Must be wrong. I'm all for people expressing an opinion and I agree, you know. We're, and we have argued many times on this podcast throughout the season that well, I don't really see why he did that. I don't know why he did that. That might that was a mistake. But all those all those criticisms are hindsight, aren't they? Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're absolutely hindsight because, you know, he makes a substitution. Freddie comes on and scores a 40-yard screamer to win, us, to, to win us the game 2-1. Where's the criticism then? Because it's still the same substitutions at the same time. See, Ben's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. You can't you can't talk about it with hindsight because it's just not a fair. It's not it doesn't make it a level playing field, does it? No. But but that but again, that's how that's how Paul Warren learns. That's how Richard Barker learns. They learn. They also that's how they learn with hindsight, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah, and they'll put it into practice later on. Yeah. But we won't, will we? Me, me, you, and Ben. Well, could sit here and say, "Oh, I shouldn't have made. He shouldn't have brought Jamie Lindsay on. What? He should have brought Freddie on, you know." And and we won't learn anything from that. No. Other than next time he brings Freddie on instead of Jamie Lindsay, we'll be able to moan about the fact he didn't bring Jamie Lindsay on instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. just listen. We're all we're all frustrated. We're all annoyed, and I, I wish he brought Messi on, but we ain't got yeah. him, have we? No. It shows how good a job we did, Ben, because Cardiff brought off their big sluggers. Kiefer Moore had no impact, brought off quite early. Harry Wilson, you know, one of the highest played players in the in the championship. All right, he's had a hit in this season. But it, on, on his on his day, he is Premier League quality, but we just shut him down. And they were bringing on players, trying to change. They were having to do something to try and change the game, which is a massive compliment to the way we played. Listen, it's all positives. I don't I do see where the negatives come from. There's so many positives. I said Keith and Moore got shut down. I put that down to Woody. Yeah. In my yeah. Woody point. Although what I will say is Angus McDonald at times man marked him. Yeah. And at game. Angus McDonald was sensational yesterday. Yeah. Yes, well that's what well, that's what it is, because Woody will of course that they'll go into his game thinking, I'm gonna plan for Woody because he's gonna mark me all game. And they'll put him on McDonald's and they'll been stuck all game because he don't know what to do against because they've been watching him. You know mm. what I mean? And that's what yeah. Woody brings to you about that de- the defence. And they said defence and, <laughs> and they were making. Uh, but yeah, listen, <laughs> we are good enough for this division. I No one can tell me otherwise. Like, no one can tell me otherwise. I've seen what I saw yesterday. Yesterday. Um, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. All season, like, We've been doing that to teams all season, except one or two. And if we take our chances, we're in playoffs. Facts. If we take our chances like Cardiff do, we're in playoffs. <laughs> so, mm. I've got no problem with performance overall. Going straight back up. Oh, you're right. Well, we'll see about that. It's like I said, but make it fine margins. You look, we, can, we actually finished second bottom, and technically mm. by rights. Take away Sheffield Wednesday's point deduction, we actually finished bottom. That's not a fair reflection of the season, is it? No, it's just not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, but you know, you can argue <laughs> that you played forty-six games, so it is. Yeah, whatever. 
whatever. It makes no difference, does it? We've gone down. We've gone down. Um, and now we've got to look forward. You know, we're, we're over the disappointment, or once we're over the disappointment of conceding an 88th minute equaliser to send us down, once we're over that disappointment, the only only thing we can do now is look forward and look forward to next season. Having said that, would you like to go back to the start of the season look at our predictions? Nah. I don't, I don't think there's any point, really, is there? We did a group of predictions, which I think are interesting to go right now. A bit, a bit of fun before we finish the season. Um, so we had five categories. We predict what position we would finish, who the top scorer would be, who the top assists would be, uh, who the player of the season was going to be, and who was going to be the surprise player or sort of breakout uh, star of the season. I haven't been listed... I haven't researched who, who's the top assistant, but I'll do that while talking. Um, Mick, was that somebody where you predicted we would finish? Uh, second bottom. Incorrect. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, my prediction were based on the fact that we'd, we'd take some of the chances that we had, and had we taken those chances, we mm. would have finished in the position that I said we were going to finish. Yeah. Yeah, all right, I was wrong, sixth. That was just a stupid... <clears throat> Ben, can you remember what you went? What you went, or do you want me to just tell you? Fifteenth, right? you know, eighteenth, fifteenth. Uh, you said seventeenth, um, and I win by virtue of saying eighteenth. <laughs> 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 um, top scorer, um, Mick. You went for Crooks. Me and Ben both went for Freddie. Nobody's winning that one. No. Um, top assists for the season. This one. Who didn't was go it? Who was well. the scorer? Smithy. Smith. Yeah. Ten. Um, top assists of the season. Um, <laughs> this one, this one didn't go very well either, to be honest with you, because um, Mick went for Crooks, who was actually a very good one. That's a good. That was a good shout. Um, ben, do you remember who you went for? No. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow! Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I went for Chio. Again, it wow. wouldn't have been a bad one if he'd have played more minutes. I think Chio would have. Uh, Louis Yeah, wow. um, Ben, you win that one because Freddie had three assists. He didn't get the most. Uh, the most was a joint win for Barley's and Harding, according to Transfer Market, ended up with four assists each. So they win that one. Um, player of the season. Uh, me and Michael went for Icky, and Benjamin, you went for Matt or Sunday. I mean, uh, if we season... stop it at Christmas, then I win. <laughs> I, I'd say I'd stop it in February. If you stop it in February, I think yeah. you'd have won that one. Well, if we stop it at Christmas, we're staying up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. We should have stopped at Christmas, aren't we? Just, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, we should do that next year. Yeah. Um... I don't think Icky wins player of the season, Mick, does he? No, I don't think so. I think that's a, that's an episode in, in and of itself, isn't it? Yes, we will do end of show awards uh, in a week or two when everything's a bit less, um, I don't know what the word is, hurtful. Um, <laughs> and the final category of the year, Ben, you had a stink on this one and all. Um, so this was surprise player of the year, or we could, I could think of a better word for it but anyway. Ben, you went Mikhail Miller. Wow! 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 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> that may work out next year. Hopefully they'll come back and be a good player, but it didn't work out for this season at all, unfortunately. Wow. Um, ben, uh, Mick, sorry, you went for Ben Wiles, which was an okay shout, but he had an okay <laughs> season. I think I, I'm going to award myself the point because I put Wes Harding. So I'm going to award myself the points on that one. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I suppose. No question. Do you suppose? <laughs> no question. Ben Miles was good as well, but Harding was good. He, I think Wes Harding's potentially the player of the season, so he definitely wins the surprise. Mikael Miller were class when he played, so I think I should take that one. Uh, okay, I mean you're not. <laughs> Play, he played nine times, mate. You're not. You're not having a surprise back of the season for nine appearances. No, I mean Ben. No, I mean, yeah, he also did. He also didn't score any goals, or, or I think he had two assists for Northampton in the second half of the season. I think we so, should move on. You're not winning that one either, buddy. Yeah, I think we should move on. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we are, we'll, we'll put a full episode on this, but looking ahead to next season, Mick, just our five minutes on it now. Um, it's going to be interesting because there are going to be changes. Yeah. I, I mean, we, uh, we'll again, we'll put this later on, but there are probably four or five players, maybe not that many, that have probably earned their chance at a second season, at least a second season of the championship. Really? At least a chance at it. Well, for me, for me, Matt Crooks deserves at least another chance in a, in a, in a slightly better team. You could argue Icky. Although he's not had the best season, he's been okay. Um, <coughs> Smith definitely deserves another chance because he's been he's been fantastic. If he had a better team around him who chipped in more goals, he would look a better player. Mm-hmm. Um, Giles, at, towards the end of the season, I know we were on a low, but Giles will get another championship because he ended the season fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Sunday, by the sounds, it will leave anyway. Has he at least another chance at the no. championship? Sadly I was just to say that now. There's, there's three people this have a shot in the championship and that's Smith because of his work ethic, Wing and Crooks, no one else. In my opinion, I don't think anyone else is good enough this season. Woody, I th- I genuinely, I think Woody deserves it. Listen, I don't want him to. He won't, yeah. I know he won't. But, no, no. But I don't see, if we're going on this season performance, Woody. Like why does Clark Robertson and Matt Sunday think they can when Woody has died for this club and done everything he can? He's 35 and he's still 35, 36 and he's playing four games a week. Mm. Like It's not good for your body at that age. No. It's, but it's, but it's, it. it still pops up at left wing though, doesn't he, every so often? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. This is what I mean, man. I don't get these people who think they have egos. Crooks and Smith. Smith deserves because of what he's 100%. done off the field and what he's done improvement. Crooks is a good player. Wing, without a doubt. Yeah. Right? Anyone else, I mean, you're going to have to you're gonna have to show something else. if You you have to prove it to me some way, other way. If you, like, this season wasn't good enough. You've got a couple of others. Jamie Lindsay was unlucky with injury. Before the injury, he was yeah. an outstanding championship midfielder, but the, it, he wasn't quite the same player when he came back, where he make. No, and that's, that's partially what's cost us, to put, yeah. it, to put it harshly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's another contributing factor into it. Um, for me, it's a question. It's a, it, For me, this is a question purely of finance for the club. Yeah. What can we get for who? Uh, and take it from there. You know, If we start getting some offers in, and the reasonable offers, proper offers, then we well, then we then we look to cash in. If the offers are not there or the offers are not right, we don't cash in. We're in a strong position in that sense, I think, probably. Very. Um 
So, so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. We might not lose anybody. We might lose five or six. Who knows? Yeah. Um, it's it's far, far, far too early at this stage for for us to be speculating about it. I'm sure that the the talk will be there within the club, and you know that 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 will be probably known, or there'll certainly be some information within the club. But as far as we're concerned, you know, it, it would only ever be speculation, wouldn't it? Mm. But. I, I suspect, like I say, it's going to be a financial decision ultimately. If we can get a couple of million out of, out of selling a couple of players, happy days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one player that is, I don't know about you guys, I'm very excited for next season is Josh Coyote will be yeah, coming yeah. back. Um, this was one of the things, if we stayed in the Championship, I'm not sure what would have happened to him. He may have gone back out of the League One. And I don't want to heap too much pressure on him, Ben. But... We've got a good good player who's coming through the U system, who's had a very good year at uh, Carlisle, hampered a little bit by injury, but he's gone away, he's gone under the hard yards and played the men's game. Isn't you know he's not he's not sat around at youth team like a lot of people do in Premier League. He's gone and put the hard hard yards in, had a good season, and he's probably earned his chance at in League One. Yeah, especially if Smith goes. Uh... Eight goals, I think he scored, wasn't it? Uh, sorry, someone's playing in my background. Uh, eight, goals. eight goals. Eight goals, three assists. Yeah. Um, sorry, there were bongos going on in my background. Uh, yeah, eight goals, three assists. He deserves it. Especially if Smudge goes. It's going to be even 35 and 30. I think we'll go 4 4 2. Especially if Crooks goes. Uh, ah. We'll go 4 4 2. What do you mean? They got to the 3-5-2. <laughs> For me, got to go 3-5-2. Oh, yeah. I meant 3-5-2. The way Woody plays in a 3-5-2, Woody has to play that formation. And I, and I think the reason is, and if we played 3-5-2 last match, I think we'd have been better off. The reason we lost or drew so many games at home in the league one last time was, was Woody got isolated far too often against their fast guy. How many times has he been isolated this season, Woody? But barely ever. No, 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 this system three five two much suits him much much better for me. Yeah, I meant three five two. I didn't mean three five two. Uh, but I don't know who's going to play wing backs. But I think we're going to three five two. I think Coyote and Freddie. I think Freddie will stay. Uh, I don't I suspect, see why. I don't. I, I, I suspect. I suspect that Freddie might be one that uh, gets another chance in Championship because he scored nine goals this season. Um, I, I'm. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? Let's wait and see. Um, the, the, like, like I said, there'll be some more discussions about this at some stage throughout the throughout the summer. He scored um, nine goals. Right? His sole purpose in the team is to score goals. Smith scored ten, and he's, that is not his purpose. His purpose is to provide for others. Yeah, no, not. you're not a great salesman, Ben. You're not a great salesman. No. I'm not trying to sell him. He doesn't deserve I am. it. I don't. He's, he's not. He's not played as much. Yeah. Nowhere near as much. Why is that? And you can, you, he wasn't good enough. But, but that's but that. But, but when he has played, he's looked number one. He's looked very dangerous for the most part, and he's scored important goals at important time. And and what is impressive is he scores different types of goals. He can Listen, score tap in, which he which he hasn't done this season. He scored the couple of goals against Bournemouth, which are both excellent finishes. The Wednesday goal and the Watford goal speak for themselves. Is from Mick says you're a bad salesman. I think to sell Freddie to somebody. Would be very easy because you said, "Look at this! Look at this guy can do." You know what? You know what I mean? Just look at the look at these goals he scored, and you could get some running stats that probably might make him look good as well. 
he's got his strengths, Freddie, and I've got Definitely. a lot of time for Freddie. If he stays with us next season, I'm very happy because yeah, he'll yeah. score goals in league. He'll probably get 20 plus oh, yeah. goals in, in League One. But at the same time, if we can sneak some million pounds to somebody, Derby were interested, weren't they, in January? So if we can get a few million quid off somebody, that's fantastic yeah. for Freddie because he progresses his career to a bigger club, hopefully a bigger club. And then we get a few million quid to spend on somebody else. So I, I don't, I wouldn't begrudge Freddie move at all. If it, if it well, goes I to Derby, be, I want money up front. I won't. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I won't be. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't be against him going. I'm just saying I don't think he deserves it. Uh, he's got his weaknesses as well. Looking at his history, probably he's going to go. Uh, but yeah, if we can get a couple million quid out of him. According to transfer market, just to give you an idea of how important he is, but he's been he's been involved in twenty two percent of our goals this season, going to transfer market. So he clearly that's the type of player that somebody could be buying if they wanted to. Uh, Listen, have, I think all it's me. Uh, I think I I don't the way I see the game played is not the way he plays the game. But that's football, isn't it? So if we can get a, get a couple of million quid out of him, I'm happy. Yes, I agree. Um, we're going to do a full season review in the next couple of weeks um, where we're going to sort of go back and watch most of the games and we'll, we'll, I will do a proper season review during that time. Um, mate, it's, I, I'm glad this season's over, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, for, for a number of reasons, but it's just not been the same. I can't wait to get back in and get rid of this, this no-crowd nonsense. It's just crap. Oh, God, yeah. Oh God, absolutely, absolutely, um, and, and I just I, I, I want to get back in ground. I can't wait to get back in ground. Please get me back in ground. That's all. That's all that it matters now to us. That really is all that matters to us, isn't it? Um, let's just be there. Let's be there. Uh, get in, and put this season behind us. Hundred yeah, percent behind us. Ben, yeah, I assume you're on the same boat. Just get us back into New York. Hundred percent. One thousand percent. Yes. Yeah, back to League One, and, and let's sort of we've got, we've got some thank yous to in a minute. But at the end of the day, mate, League One's not the end of the world. You play some different teams. We're going to play Cheltenham. Yeah. Um, you got you look at the you look at the playoffs in League Two. There's some interesting teams to yeah, come yeah. up from League Two, which would be good to play. Newport, we haven't played in a long time. Morecambe could come up. Um, it's, ben Pringle, uh, if Morecambe could ben, ben Pringle. Ben Pringle potentially. Yeah, Kevin Ellison, if Newport come up, Kevin Ellison's still going. I mean, what a story yeah. that'd be. If, just talking that former Millenic. If Kevin yeah. Ellison gets promoted to League One, that'd be fantastic for him, wouldn't it? I mean, he's yeah, scoring well, against us, obviously. I've got to say, he'll come and score against us in all one because he always does. <laughs> um, yeah, no, listen, it's, it's just, yeah, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. And, and and I reckon I would say that probably by a week on Tuesday I'll actually believe that. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that first game, that first game in September is going to be unreal. August, August, August. I'm not waiting till September. Yeah, that un <laughs> unreal. We well, have to yeah. hope that we're going to be able to get a full stadium and and what have you. That's yeah. got to be the next the next hurdle we're going to have to get over in it. So. Uh, yeah, but I'll be happy. I've had my second jab today, so I'm all right. I'm cured. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no side effects then, Mick. Not yet. No, no. Okay, not like me then. No, <laughs> no. Okay, good. What? Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it sends uh, you deaf. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm gonna go through some thank yous to not necessarily to us guys, but to people who've helped 
I think, us fans through the season, um, getting involved. So it's mainly people at club, basically. It's all the all the people that have been on iFollow, Matt Goodwin, Brecken, Les Payne, Sam Todd, who's also the media guy. Somebody, I felt really sorry for him on Saturday, having to do the commentary. Yeah, just yeah. been that, that, that must have been really difficult. Um, the groundsman, Dave Fellows, had, had had a tough, tough year with this ground this year, and he's done fantastically well. And to that pitch, it's the worst it's ever looked. Yeah. But that's a that's a compliment that it's looked that that had that this season because it's it generally looks a fantastic place to play football. The weather's been an absolute pig this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul Davis, obviously, advertiser. He's he's been the sort of link between the fans and the club and the club yeah. and Paul Warner type of thing. He's done, as always does a fantastic job. Um, so we're there. So the players, Richard Wood, obviously, would have been a fantastic captain this year. All the players who've put 110% in every single game. The lone players who are here now, uh, and we'll probably not see playing a Rugby United shirt again. That's a shame, but good luck to all them. Because uh, they've, they've tried hard. They might not have paid it worked off for summer, and they've all tried hard at least. Yeah, yeah 100%. As, 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 as I always say, for as a Rugby United fan, all I want to see, see you do is willing to run through a brick wall for us. And that's what they would have done, had asked. Uh, and the final thank you for me is just to Paul Warren and his staff putting everything else. You effectively fanned it. That's you know, if I was the manager of the football club, that's how I would want to con- conduct myself. Um, a role model, and I can't I can't say much more than that. He is a role model as a human being. Took it all look up to being that conduct yourself that way. I think is a, a pleasure and an honour to have him as our as our manager of our football club. Uh, is the way I would put it. Any you got into any any other mentions you want to? Uh, I've missed off the list there. I understood when you said. Oh, absolutely, I th- absolutely, they've, they've been immense. It's been a tough, tough, tough season for for all the reasons that we've discussed. Um, and you know, they've they've always, well, not always, pretty much always given us hundred percent. There's been a couple of below below par performances. Um, I, I, I personally, I'd like to shout, give a shout out to Jamal Blackman. To be honest with you. Uh, because he had a tough start at season, he had a lot of criticism off the pitch, which I'm sure I'm sure will have come to his attention. And yet, when he's got his chance to come back into the team, he's kept us in that relegation battle um, with some absolute world class saves. Um, mm. and, and he seems to have gained his confidence. He came beginning of the season, and he, it was clear to me, anyway, as an outsider, it looked like he was lacking in confidence after that put really bad injury he had last season. But he's going to go back, hopefully. Full of confidence because that's the way he's played in these last few games. Um, but then, I mean, you could pick every other player out as well and, and say similar sort of things. But I just wanted to give a shout out to him because of some of the grief that's been out there. Um, certainly, the the turn of the season, the start of the season. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Ben, anybody in particular, are you just happy with the? I've said everyone, everyone that's been involved at club. Yeah, it's been the toughest season since. Genuinely the toughest season since World War Two, for, for, for from a football club point of view, as well as tough for everybody outside away from football as well. Um, but the club, have, club have been fantastic throughout it. Um, it could be worse. You could spot Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, yeah, so be, be be careful what you wish for. As all I'll say for people who aren't happy with the way the clubs run at the moment, Derby County looks set for a points deduction for next season. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for when you look at other clubs. Um, so. Thank you. This season, Benjamin, um, we've had a lot of fun this season. Me and you, me and you have argued a lot. 
Uh, you upset a lot of people, but it's, but we always try. <laughs> we always I think what we're pointing below. We always try to be honest, Ben, don't we? We just give us our yeah. our honest opinion. That's that's all it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's my honest opinion, real opinion, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have you out, but I choose not to. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Mick, thank you very much for all the uh, help you put in live shows and stuff for the website. All the website that, that you'll see is all mixed work. Um, so if it's rubbish, complain yeah. to Michael. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the logo and stuff. Uh, thanks. We should thank the guy who's done the, the logo for us, Rich. Richard, um, Rich Lax, my uncle, um, <laughs> this is the new logo. Um, so thank you very much to Richard for doing that. Um, thank you everyone on Twitter and Facebook who's given us positive and negative feedback. We appreciate all the feedback as long as it's constructive. Um, and I think that's all I've got. I think that's all the thank yous I've got around. I've got another on paper. So I'm sorry that we're not bringing you a more positive end to the season. But what I can promise is that over the next couple of months, we will bring you some talks and some chats with some former players. Um, that's just a matter of ironing out the fine details. We've got a couple lined up, as I keep promising. I, I think the really good ones. Uh, and I hope they're going to be as enjoyable as they should be. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> yes. And get back, let's get back to New York. Thank you, Michael, for today. And thank you for the season. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very so welcome. Benjamin, thank you very much, mate. Cool. We'll see you all. I will keep on the socials for as and when we'll be back. We, we will do a full review show of the season and an awards show of the season. They'll all be out in the next week or two. Um, and then we'll keep keep in touch with the former player stuff as well. Auto Windscreen Shield final is also going to be uh, coming. We're going to do a, a 25 year anniversary of that as well. Um, so I'm rambling here. So. Yeah. We shall see you all very, very soon. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to uh, for Twitter, Facebook, everything like that. We'll see you all very, very soon for some more Brother United-related nonsense. Cheers, guys. <laughs>